Let's go now to Parliament, where the Prime Minister Chris Hipkins is about to give his afternoon update. I'm joined again today by Air Commodore Darren Webb, who will update you on the activities of the New Zealand Defence Force. Good progress has been made in aspects of our response, but recent activities have again highlighted the scale of the job ahead. Today I visited the Hawke's Bay to witness firsthand the devastation in the region and to hear directly from those on the ground what additional support they may need from government. To put it really simply, it's very rough up there. There is still no power in Napier, though every effort is being made to restore it as soon as possible. Evacuation centres are still often full with people. Some of them are there to stay, but others simply to pick up supplies or to have a meal. The Esk Valley is full of mud. It's been settling over the tops of grapevines and filling homes. There are trapped floodwaters with nowhere to go, making new lakes out of farmland and settling to destroy orchards and crops. There is still a huge way to go in this response and there are still small communities who are cut off and isolated. Food, fuel and other supplies are now making their way in by road, air and sea. Generators have been brought in uh, to a central point in Napier, providing power to several supermarkets and a chemist which is allowing them to be open. Connectivity is uh, returning but it is patchy and it's better in some areas than others. We know how vital connectivity is to help families get in touch with each other and it's also helping us to get a better picture of where support is needed. I want to thank all those who may have been affected by Cyclone Gabrielle um, and ASPART are still swinging into action to help those that are. Sorry, those who have not been affected but are swinging into action to help those that are. For example, the Buller Council's provided 16 Starlink units to help with the connections in Gisborne and the Hawke's Bay. Across the country we are seeing contributions uh, to those who need it. I saw firsthand today though just how much Cyclone Gabrielle is going to affect the whole country. We do need to prepare ourselves for the fact that it is going to disrupt some parts of our food supply. Things like fruit and vegetables and other goods that we're used to getting from these regions are likely to be affected. To see today just how hard people and property have been affected really did hammer home that we're going to be dealing with the effects of this cyclone for quite some time. We now know that eight people have lost their lives as a result of the cyclone and our emergency services continue to hold grave fears for others. Police report that there are 4,549 persons reported as uncontactable. A team of 80 people are working now to narrow down this list as quickly as possible and to prioritise contact with those who are most likely to be missing. At midday today, all rapid damage assessments for the Esk Valley had been completed. USAR has identified further areas where it will carry out rapid damage assessments and searches. And these include Pakofai, Pukitapu, Omahu and Miani. I can assure you that we're continuing to use every resource available to search for people who are missing. And a specialist team of first responders from Australia have arrived in the country this afternoon to assist with that as well. So a big thank you to our Aussie friends for helping. 
There's no getting away from the fact that life on the ground in the affected areas is incredibly tough and it's going to be for some time to come. Meaningful progress is still being made across a number of areas though. Power connections are continuing with about 40,000 more households connected since yesterday. There are now about 62,000 uh, without power. There's a bypass operation underway to try and get um, power into parts of Napier as quickly as possible. And work will continue on this overnight. And we hope that at least some parts of Napier will have power again soon. Hastings Township is now about 90% connected to electricity, which is up from around 60% yesterday. Havelock North Township is now at about 95%, which is up from about 60% yesterday. Getting cell phone towers back up and running is also a high priority, uh, as we know that there are still many families who are worried about loved ones and can't connect. As at four o'clock today, Northland, Gisborne, across Northland, Gisborne and the Hawke's Bay, cell tower coverage has been returned to an estimated 70% for call and text messaging. The hope is that that coverage will be restored to around 75% by tomorrow evening for call and text. Data is likely to take longer. Coverage will also be patchy in some areas as these cell towers are being largely powered by generators. As mains power comes back online, it will help us to deliver better cell phone coverage. A number of Starlink units have been deployed into areas uh, most at need. 21 have been assigned to the Hawke's Bay, including five for Wairoa. And I'm glad to report that nearly every supermarket in the affected regions is up and running, with large food convoys delivering supplies yesterday and today. Fuel tankers are getting through to the affected areas now so that people will be able to fill up their cars. And many ATMs have been topped up with extra cash. Water supplies are still under pressure in many areas and urgent work is underway in Gisborne to get safe water back to households as soon as possible, uh, as well as other areas including Whiranaki, uh, Wapatiki and Tepohu. Several regions have been asking locals to conserve water, so if you are in that category, please be mindful of your water usage. Progress continues on getting roads opened. Dome Valley is now open north of Auckland and State Highway 2 between Hastings and Napier is also open. Medical supplies are being airlifted into the areas that need them. In Tairawhiti and Hastings, all GPs and pharmacies are open. The Gisborne Hospital is operating but with very limited water supply and the main Napier Health Centre is open and has pharmacy capacity. Wairoa has some GPC, GP and pharmacy support and we're working to get more there for them. Healthline is providing support and they can do remote GP and nurse consultations for those who are able to access telecommunications. Responding to this cyclone and getting our communities back on their feet is going to be a big job and it is going to take a long time. We are making progress but I can't overstate the scale of the task that is ahead of us. We're going as far and as fast as humanly possible. We are throwing everything at it, but there is a lot to do. 
So to everyone helping, to our emergency services, iwi, medical professionals, supermarket and petrol station staff, roading and utility crews, truckies, and everyone to pitching, pitching in to provide support to their communities, a very big thank you. You're making a hell of a difference in an incredibly difficult set of circumstances. I'll now hand over to Air Commodore Webb and then we'll open up for questions. Thanks, Prime Minister. Uh, firstly, can I offer uh, our sincere condolences to the family and colleagues of the second Fens volunteer firefighter who lost his life following the Murawai landslip. Our thoughts are with all those mourning the loss of a loved one following Cyclone Gabrielle. The New Zealand Defence Force continues to have more than 700 personnel deployed as part of our Operation Afina. We continue to respond to tasks assigned to us from NEMA and today I'd like to provide a quick snapshot of what the Defence Force has been involved in in the past 24 hours by region and what we're planning over the next few days. Let me start on the East Coast. HMNZS Manawanui has made its way to the Tairawhiti coastal region. The ship dropped off stores and provided support to communities in Tokamaru and Tolaga Bay. The ship was today anchored off Gisborne and is conducting safety assessments prior to entering the port area. A C-130 Hercules has just departed Auckland with a further water treatment plant and this will help restore water facilities to Gisborne and it will arrive this evening. It will also have onboard medical supplies including 80 oxygen bottles and electrical supply parts to assist in the reconnection of power. The LAV or light armoured vehicle road checks that I mentioned yesterday on the inland road between Mutapara and Wairoa have been completed successfully. This will now allow heavy emergency vehicles to move critical supplies into these areas. The team are also identifying areas suitable for helicopters to land and bring in further supplies. Focusing in on Wairoa specifically, we can confirm the water treatment units we moved yesterday are installed and are being tested to ensure fresh water will be available to the community. Right now, NH90 helicopters are flying in vital water pump parts to help overcome the damage caused to the pipes in the region. Beyond the water support, we also have four Defence Force staff with communications assisting the local responders in Wairoa. Moving down to the Hawke's Bay, we can confirm that HMNZS Tamana has arrived in the bay. The ship has 26 tonnes of equipment on board, including food, water, fuel, shelters, clothing and electrical generators, and will complete harbour safety checks before offloading supplies. Given the scale of the destruction, the New Zealand Army has established a headquarters in Napier and that will help focus and coordinate our efforts in the Hawke's Bay response area. We've also deployed our mortuary affairs unit to Napier to support the New Zealand police. And just leaving that press conference there, that was Air Commodore Darren Webb speaking and before him, the Prime Minister. Just to recap, uh, we're being told that in terms of cell phone connections, Northland Gisborne and the Hawke's Bay, cell tower coverage is back up to about 70% for call and text messages as at four o'clock this afternoon. They hope to get to 75% by tomorrow evening. Um, data will take longer and they are warning that uh, there is patchy coverage. ATMs have been topped up with extra money and water is critical for Gisborne. Urgent work is underway there and a specialist Aussie search unit is coming to assist.